Hi everybody, it's Ben Reiser. I'm here today with Yael Bridge and Christy Herring. Uh, Yael is the director of The Big Scary S-Word and Christy Herring is the producer. Is that right? I, I saw like co-producer at the in the end credits, Christy, but uh, tell me everything you did on this film. <laughs> uh, well, co-producer and editor. Oh, editor. And I have my mouse here, Sorry. so if you could see me, you'd see there was a lot of mousing happening. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. Thanks both of you for joining us today. Um, and thanks so much for sharing this film with us. This is, um, you submitted this as part of our Wisconsin's own uh, section of the festival. But certainly the big scary S word is accomplished enough that if we had uh, bumped into it in the way that we program uh, other films in the festival, it certainly would have been a contender for the festival with or without this Wisconsin connection. But I um, was particularly thrilled to see such a, such a really accomplished, I, I don't want to use the word slick, but I mean, this, this feels like, you know, as, as well produced and, and crafted a documentary as, as you're going to see these days anywhere on any platform. Um, uh, but, but what I love about it, uh, among other things, is that the Wisconsin connection is a real, like this film is about Wisconsin and, you know, Wisconsin is such an integral part of the story that you're telling. And, uh, we get, we get some of those films, but you know, um, it's a little more atypical than most of the Wisconsin's own selections where it's like, I, you know, I I'm a filmmaker. I spent five months in Wisconsin when I was a undergrad, I drove through and that, you know, that qualifies me as a, uh, as a Wisconsin's own filmmaker. Oh, oh, I'm just kidding around about that. But I mean, you know, I, the people who lived here or, or live here now, um, we get a lot more of those. So it's always exciting to get films with actual Wisconsin content, but um, your film is, it, is so impressive and almost overwhelming in how large of a canvas uh, you uh, are painting on and how comprehensive of a story you're telling and, and, and how many different tools, documentary tools you're using to tell that story. Um, and I wanted to hear about how this project got started, what inspired you to make this film and how um how close to your original vision uh or scale and scope the final product is as compared to when you were first thinking about it take it away i've said too much <laughs> <laughs> no well thank you so much and i really you know christy and i are not from wisconsin so i really hope we we did justice to to your state it really was uh, you know, we considered it to be, you know, a main character in the film um, when you're talking about the different components and individual, you know, people characters. We really did consider the state um, its own its own character. I think. Um, let's see. Well, you know, the film started out, um, I think, just like many people, really surprised by Bernie Sanders success in the 2016 primary with Hillary Clinton. Um, that just sort of blew my mind. I couldn't believe there were so many people who were voting for someone who called themselves a socialist and, and, you know, didn't seem bothered by that or were bothered by it, but were still comfortable voting for him. Um, and that seemed like a really important phenomenon. And, and so just wanted to explore, like, what does this word mean? Where did it come from? Uh, why is it so popular now? And where is it going? And then, you know, I didn't have any idea how popular that word and those ideas were going to be when we started. And it just got more and more popular um, as we were working on the film. Um, 
And I guess in answer to your question, how close is it to what we started? I'd say, you know, pretty close. I think, you know, we had an idea, like you said, we tried all the tools in the, uh, in the documentary toolkit with archival and characters and experts and animation. And, and Kirsty is just such a genius at helping weave all those elements together uh, in a, in a, in a slick uh, little, little film that we worked on. What well, can I just, I, Christy, before, can I just jump in and ask, so, yeah, was it, was it more of um, uh, knowing a bunch of things that we learn in the film and wanting to communicate that information to an audience? Or was it more of you doing an investigation for yourself, like wanting to learn more about the history of socialism and where it is now? Yeah, definitely the latter. I was not a socialist. I'm not an academic. Uh, you know, we're filmmakers. This isn't our our field of expertise. I think Christy and I uh, are both, if I can speak for you, Christy, uh, sort of like political junkies. I think we really, you know, actively consume the news and are up to date and on thinking about politics. But the socialist history was just uh, was all brand new to me. So it really was uh, just a journey of research and exploring and talking to people uh and whatever you know we were interested in as we were going pursuing that seeing with that thread led that's such a good question ben and i was so curious to hear what yael would say in terms of how the film landed in comparison to her original vision and i think that's right you know i think that i think back to our first conversations about this film which you know we've been in like the covid vacuum so i can't even fathom like when that was but it wasn't that long ago actually um and you know what i remember hearing so clearly was you know you had this uh just visceral sense of the importance of socialism and the changing um kind of attitudes towards it what people thought of it you know where it was situated within our political landscape had sort of changed and sharpened to such a large degree you know there were things about it that were really moving you and you know like what the threads of the film would be and what all of those little details would be were sort of somewhere to be discovered when we started working together a lot of those things were already there and had been filmed and so i think you know, it was really interesting to see it unfold over time um, and I like what you said too, Ben, about a large canvas. I mean, it really, <laughs> I, mean, I think as the world went on, as we were working, the canvas even got bigger just because of you know, what was happening in the world and the way that socialism and these trends really impact, you know, every single issue that's happening. You know, it's part of the framework of just all of the large issues we're talking about in our country in terms of policy and what's affecting us on a human micro level. Um, one of the things that really, you know, I'm, I think uh, when I think in terms of a viewer and when I think in terms of me as an editor, I'm always looking for what's surprising, you know, like what's, what's interesting, what am I going to learn, not in an educational sense necessarily, although that's not a bad thing, uh, but, you know, what will be revealed and what, what's, what's new. And I remember Yael talking about Wisconsin as a character in the film. And I thought, she, you know, she's like, oh, we have these characters that we followed and, you know, kind of name them and then Wisconsin. And I was like, not following that. <laughs> like, that doesn't track for me. What? Uh, and that was one of the most interesting parts for me. Um, I mean, Yael, you had done a lot of filming and a lot of research already. And then we kept finding more. I mean, it just was this story that kept 
going. Uh, so interesting back to kind of the origins of, you know, socialism becoming really rich in the United States as a political movement and idea. And then, um, you know, the sewer socialists, which I still want a t-shirt of and yeah. you know, all so many different things <laughs> up to the current day. And so it just, I, I really, really love that part of it. So it's wonderful that it can be part of the festival now and sort of come full circle. It, yeah, it really is. And it struck me watching today that the film uh, is actually kind of uh, an example itself of socialism in its in its structure in that all of those different elements the talking heads the on the ground verite footage of the characters the archival stuff the animation the infographics all that stuff all sort of seem to be treated equally and they all sort of help equally to tell this larger story and was that by design um was that always part of the idea like to not well or or was it i mean it's to, to me it seems like you have an overwhelming abundance of of great footage like you got interviews with tons of people like you know impressive sort of like celebrities and uh, political figures um and then but also managed to find all these really interesting endearing characters who we probably weren't familiar with before we watched this film um and then all the all this great animation and all this other stuff um and so there and they all feel equal to me like there is nothing i, I can't come away from this film and say oh you got to see this film especially the animation although i you know i love the animation or especially because they got cornell west and he's got all these great quotes or so what, did, did that ever come up in conversation that, hey, we're sort of doing this socialist sort of structure for this film about socialism? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I, I really appreciate that that is how it, it hit you. I think that was really important to us, um, you know, of just trying to have a level playing field um, and, you know, include as many voices as we can and, and not elevating certain voices over others. I think that was important. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like not wanting to focus on Bernie or AOC. Like these are really big names. We're all familiar with, or most of us are familiar with those names and sort of what they might mean. Um, but we don't want to date the film, you know, we, and we don't want to polarize it. We're just trying to look at specific individuals. And so, hey, here's an academic that no one's maybe heard of, but they're just as smart as eloquent um, as maybe Cornell West is. And so, you know, what can we do with this platform that we have to, to elevate those voices? And, and I, and I want to say that it wasn't just, you know, in structuring the film, but also it was really important to me um, to have that process be also in the, in the making of the project. And so, you know, I think that I don't think people talk about as much as so much of the, of the unpaid labor um, that goes into making these, these films, they're very expensive. Um, and, you know, different approaches that you can have to filmmaking, whether they're hierarchical or, or bottom up. And it was really important to me that everyone got paid, everyone got paid what they should be paid. You know, we didn't have any unpaid interns doing transcription. We didn't have anyone, you know, even making minimum wage doing transcription, you know, it was really, and, and that it was collaborative and that we were always trying to include, um, voices, not just of obviously of, of, you know, the editors and the producers, but also, you know, all the way down the line, uh, really trying to to build something that would speak to to everyone, that everyone could feel an ownership of it. That would at least was the goal. I hope I hope my team feels that way. 
Yeah. Well, um, I hate to describe uh, COVID and this pandemic as a silver lining for any reason, but in, in a way, being able to incorporate that into the film um, really helps make this point about socialized medicine and um, and the lack of it in the United States. I'm wondering um, what stage was the film at when the pandemic started? And then was it, were you panicked? Was there a scramble? Like, oh, wait, 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 we have to stop and, and get some more footage now and, and, and rebuild something towards the end of this film? Or, or were you not that far along in the editing at that point? Christy, take it away. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, well, I just this is all taking me back. I'm going in the way back machine of the early pandemic times when we were thinking, what is happening? Is this happening? Is this really happening? <laughs> and I, that was, you know, those were the thoughts going through my mind as a human being. And I think our minds in terms of the film as well. I think, you know, we were at the kind of seesaw part at the very end of a film where you're like, are we done? Are we not? Are we done? Are we not? And we were like, you know, a few weeks away from ish, maybe finishing or maybe longer, you know, you're like trying to figure out what is the scope of the next chapter. And I think um, every film I've ever worked on hits that point at some time. Yeah, I'll jump in if I'm off, off track here. Um, but then, you know, the pandemic started unfolding. And it, I think, like for all of us in our lives gave us a chance to step back and, and contemplate. But I will say, I mean, everything that rolled out in terms of the pandemic, looking at healthcare, and I have a history, I worked in public health research at the beginning of my career. My wife is in nursing school right now to be a nurse practitioner, you know, and was working in healthcare all throughout the beginning of the pandemic. I mean, this was very close to all of us, um, you know, but all of the issues that of course, are apparent right now in terms of healthcare and the problems with healthcare in the United States were there before. It's just now, um, you know, maybe it's more visceral for more people, more obvious, the numbers look a little bit different. Um, so I think, you know, it was just about kind of sharpening and getting a little bit of clarity and making sure we were speaking to the moment to some degree. Uh, but all of that was, was sadly already there very much. Mm -hmm. Um, Getting back to uh, the abundance of great footage you have in this film, great quotes, great talking heads, um, and great characters that you're introducing us to, uh, it begs the question, I mean, I know this is the case with every film, well, uh, how much stuff did you uh, record uh, to, to get this amazingly distilled product at the end? Um, and, and were there... Um, you know, were there, were there, were there a bunch more talking heads that you wound up not using in the film? Were there other characters on the ground that you were following that didn't make it into the film? Um, and how did you find, how, how did you manage to find, uh, the people that we meet the, the, the teacher who's working on, uh, in Oklahoma and, and Lee Carter, who's almost kind of like the AOC and knocked down the house of this film. I feel, <laughs> although everything is so great in this film that you don't feel that sort of knock down the house, I think is a great movie, but without AOC, it's like, okay. Uh, you know, but he's so kind of charismatic and funny and, and fun to watch that, you know, he keeps trying to steal the movie, I think. Uh, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, talk about like, uh, how much stuff is, is on the cutting room floor? Um, 
Yeah, I'd say quite a bit on the cutting room floor. I think this film, I mean, it's such a large topic. Like you said, we cover a lot of ground. There's so much more ground to cover that sort of any of these topics really, you know, deserves its own feature. This could have easily been a series. We were feeling like we wanted this to come out um, at the current political moment. It felt We felt an urgency that maybe a series wouldn't have um, allowed us. But we definitely had characters, you know, we filmed with a, with a with a young Cuban American organizer in 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 New York who's from Florida and his family um, left Cuba but they are now socialists or they voted for Bernie and we thought that was a really interesting twist on this idea of what we think of Cuban Americans and their experience there and and you know they made really clear how different their experience in Cuba was from what's going on here um, you know we had several other interviews several more interviews in Wisconsin as, as well. Um, I think, yeah, it's hard. <laughs> Editing is hard. Making decisions is hard. Um, and then in terms of characters, I think we just got incredibly lucky. I mean, we knew from the beginning that we wanted to have um, someone in electoral politics and someone doing union labor organizing. I'm looking at different uh, ways of systemic change from those two vantage points. Um, we didn't know that it would be the year of the red state revolt and all these strikes would be popping up all across the country. Um, and so that was just luck. Uh, got to Wisconsin because we heard some rumors um, and talked to several people and Stephanie just seemed fantastic. Um, and she was, she was incredibly generous with her time uh, being on, on camera and inviting us into her home. Now Stephanie and I are very good friends. Um, you know, her political trajectory, that's just movie luck, I guess, and research of what happens when people organize and are in strikes that they do. Uh, it is a radicalizing, you know, solidarity building experience. Um, but we didn't know that she was going to become a socialist, you know, how far her arc was going to go. And, and you know, the same thing with Lee, who's now actually running for governor. You know, I think he's been a really uh, successful and polarizing politician. Um, and he was also just like, yeah, come, hey, it's my first year in office. Come follow me, see what's going to happen. Um, and so so we were just lucky. Was there, um, was there anyone uh, that you were hoping to get in the film that you were unable to or any story that you were hoping to tell that just didn't work out uh, that you weren't able to get the footage for? Not really. I mean, I think the characters, you know, we filmed with two other characters and, and I am sad that they didn't make it into the film. I mean, and then there are also topics, you know, we didn't really talk about the intersection of like sexism and capitalism at all. Um, and that's obviously a, a huge issue. We didn't talk that much about housing. Um, and as, you know, Christy and I were saying, we live in Oakland where housing and gentrification is a huge, huge problem and houselessness. And, um, you know, there are certain ideas, but, you know, you want to make a film that's, you know, watchable um, in under 90 minutes. And there's just not enough room for all of those to be dealt with in, in a in a smart way. Um, so maybe our next our next film. Agreed. This is where the series would come in. You know, every topic that relates to our lives. Um, clearly, we could do a whole episode on healthcare, education, all these things. And, you know, we did, we explored so many of these topics and I think we tried to cover, um, you know, the vantage point in a way at points in the film that, that was broad enough to encompass these other 
idea threads, you know, and then get into detail where it made sense. Um, I'm sure some of this has changed a little bit because of the pandemic and and what's gone on with with films and people being able to make them and watch them over the last year. But what are your hopes or plans uh, for getting this movie seen? Like what's, you know, I mean, obviously, I guess, you know, the dream is to for everyone to see it. <laughs> uh, but but I mean, what what are some of your maybe more realistic hopes and goals for for how this film will get seen and who will see it? Yeah, I don't know. That's tough to say. COVID's been really, it's really thrown a wrench into into the whole industry and, and, the, and not just distribution, but also the type of content that people want to consume. Um, and mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not sure what the appetite is for these types of political stories right now. It seems like maybe the fever pitch of Trump is gone and maybe people aren't feeling the same urgency of, um, of fixing things, uh, as much as they, as they were people, are, but, but I don't know. So, so, you know, we're really enjoying the festival circuit now as much as we can be with it remote. Obviously we wish we were, we were there in person. Um, you know, we've never been able to see the film with an audience, which as a filmmaker is, um, is really important. <laughs> uh, so, you know, we're hopeful that one day we'll be able to do that. We, we did just sell the film. And so, you know, we're looking at doing a theatrical release on Labor Day, Labor Day weekend. So hopefully that will be coming uh, out uh, in theaters nationally limited release. And then we'll see and and what the, what that will look like. I don't know what what who knows what, where we'll be with COVID and will people feel comfortable going to movie theaters? What's going on with the vaccine variants and everything? But our hope is, yeah, like you said, we, we want a, we want a wide release. I think the audience for this film is really large. Um, you know, we tried really hard to make a film that didn't feel um, dogmatic or too too one-sided, you know, but just like, hey, let's explore these ideas. And it doesn't mean that you have to call yourself a socialist when you're done, but, you know, please don't think of whatever you want to think of some other dictatorship when we're talking about what American socialism could look like. And I think there's a lot of people who would benefit um, from that information and the history, which is just, we should know, we should know our country's history. Yeah. Uh, when did you settle on the, the title, the big scary S word? Uh, sorry, I was laughing. Uh, the title was so hard. I'm so bad at naming things. It's incredibly stressful for me. Um, and, uh, it took a long time. I think I kept hoping, oh, well, you know, we'll find the title in the edit. Someone's going to say it and it's just going to be really obvious. And, and Lee does say it in the film. Um, it was not so obvious. It wasn't, it wasn't that moment where we're like, oh, there it is. It's, it's our title. You know, John Nichols, has a has a book called the big uh what is it? it's called it's called the s word and so we weren't sure whether this was too close to that um there was another film called the s word that came out a few years ago about suicide so you know we don't want to be confused with that and we got lost in a bunch of puns and you know i think i think it's really hard <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't have a, a good answer but at the end definitely at the end of the process um, I was going to say that it seems like that that out of all your sort of more, uh, you know, people who are known um, talking heads that John Nichols looks like maybe you spent more time with him than some of the other ones. He seems to be in different locations. Did you see him as as more of a collaborator on the film than some of the other 
talking head interviews? Yeah, I think he was definitely, I mean, it, when I started researching his film, his book, The S Word was the first book that I read. So it was my, my own, you know, like intellectual primer um, on approach. And then we were in Wisconsin filming and he was just like available and hey we got to go to Ripon. come on i'll take you tomorrow like it's far are you are you sure <laughs> he's like you got it you can't do this film without going to Ripon. we're gonna go i'll meet you there um and so that's just <laughs> i think a testament to his own enthusiasm and, and and commitment to the to the film and and the the topic um so yeah i mean and he's just been available throughout the process of of bouncing ideas around for sure yeah, I mean, and I think it's a good title, although the quotes around the S sort of uh, cause a little havoc for us in entering it into like online, uh, oh, sorting it. I'm sorry the, about that. Those, no, it's just <laughs> those those quotes do weird things to like databases. Yeah. Uh, but the, and but watching it today, the uh, the 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 um, I, I had a moment where I was like, oh, that might have been a fun title for this too. Is the Cornell quote uh, West quote: "Socialism is as American as apple pie." Like yeah, that. we talked, we did a lot of stuff around that. I actually, we're reworking our poster now. And one of the options is a, is a pie with, with that quote or, or something close to that, like a, like a pie, but in the flag color, I don't know, whatever we're, we're toying with that. It is catchy. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think it's like, it's, um, it, it it's, it's intriguing, uh, in a way for, 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 for people who don't identify as socialists or don't identify even as Democrats or progressive or liberal or anything like that. They see, I think they see that quote and they're like, Oh, what? Um, you know, and it might inspire some people to at least press play on it and say, well, what, what's the idea behind this? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely surprising. It's, it's so wonderful. It's surprising. It's wonderful. Definitely. You know, seeing that interview, I thought, you know, obviously this goes into the film. And I mean, even more than it being a catchy phrase, it speaks to, I think, one thread that's an undercurrent to the whole film, which is, you know, socialism, socialist thought, and, you know, that influence has been part of so many things we think of as American, you know, for the history of this country. And so I think, um, you know, he's just brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> he can say it in so many words. Yeah. And I really feel like I need to ask a little bit about the animation, especially the sort of the history of capitalism piece that's about maybe 20 minutes into the uh, film. Can you talk about who did that? What, how, how the collaboration worked? Like, you know, what, who, who, how did you come up with, uh, or who came up with how you were going to show that, present that as an animated piece? Yeah. Uh, well, I really love that animation a lot. So I'm really glad that you're calling it out. It was one of the first things um, when I was learning, when I started this project and, and researching these ideas, the idea of, of capitalism being so recent um, really blew my mind. I had just equated capitalism with markets and so thought we'd been capitalists for a very long time. And someone sat me down at a blackboard and was like, drew some things and said, look, no, that's not, that's not capitalism. And it's actually much more recent. And so, um, so I knew that, that, that just sort of really changed the whole way that I thought about capitalism and economic systems. Um, if you can look at it as just a blip, uh, of, of the way that we change in our, our systems moving forward. Um, 
And so we knew that that was what we wanted to do. And Christy had worked with these amazing animators before, uh, Molly Schwartz and, and her company, Flea TV, and they were geniuses. I mean, Molly's an absolute wonder. And I, I didn't know what it needed to look like. I, I Directing animation is really hard. The workflow is 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 complicated. Um, and we spent a lot of time on that and probably really like a year bouncing back and forth with with different elements and stuff but I think it really came together um and yeah and flies yeah that's great um I wish um you know I wish we had been able to do an in-person festival this year it would have been great to have you both here uh I think it would have been an amazing uh screening Madison is not short on proud socialists and I think uh <laughs> you uh, know we could have done a Q&A with John and a yeah. bunch of other people it would have been great but thanks so much for spending this time with me. Uh, I should say we're recording this on May 1st, May Day, which feels a little bit appropriate uh, for this film. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and uh, excited to see what you both do next, too, because this is and, and really excited to see this film uh, make its way into the world, because I think it's it's just a really fun, informative and really impressive piece of work. So thank you so oh. much. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Ben. And really great talking about it thank you so much ben hopefully we'll get to see you in person one of these days Bye.